This episode is brought to you by Carbon Health. And you guys know Carbon Health. I talk about them all the time. So excited that they're one of our sponsors. Now, they're known for their over 120 locations that handle urgent care and COVID, RSV, flu testing, vaccinations, all that. But we should also know is how they expanded into primary care services that also include Connected Health. Connected Health is the idea. It's not just about our bodies, but it's also about our mind. Carbon Health providers come connected with mental health specialists as well. They expanded their primary care services in 2023. They're now in Massachusetts. It's great. We love them. We're excited to be working with them, continue to work with them. So Carbon Health, excellent urgent care and testing center, but don't sleep on their primary care services. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Big Thing. Thursday, it's myself and Roxy Stryer on the show here today. And look, man, the Marvel's trailer came out. We'll talk about that. Succession, I haven't watched a lick of it, but I hear it's good. Uh, the Mandalorian picks up. We'll talk about that. Roxy's got some TV picks. There's movies coming out, man. Renfield, we both saw that. Super Mario Brothers kicking ace. And uh, a few more things to talk about. We will. We'll get into all of it today on The Big Thing. Speaking of myself and Roxy, you want to see us live? Hey, man. Burbank, California, April 28th. Come see us live. TheChristianHarloff.com. 170 tickets. So that's how many seats? We've sold 60, you guys. So come on, you, you you want us to continue to do more shows like that one and that one in Manhattan and that one in Stanford? Well, you got to come see us. Otherwise, shit out of luck. Um, we got a lot to talk about, though. We're excited about it. It's myself. It's Roxy. And we will see you guys in, right after the music plays. <laughs> Here it is. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Big thing. Me, Roxy Stryer. We're excited. Are you excited? Good. You excited about doing a live show? We haven't been together in a month. In studio, that is. Yeah, yeah. Because last week we talked yeah. virtual, but yeah, you're right. In the studio. Well, it was crazy, man. I was ugh, out for the count. Yeah, I know. I know. It was trouble. It's so wild how years into this thing, it's still like... It's a mofo. It was it was a bastard. Yeah, it, it really was. And then getting bronchitis and all. Ugh. You just don't know which you you're gonna be. Like some people, no issues. Some yeah. people, all the issues. I got all the issues plus developing bronchitis, which was terrible. That's awful. And it was 13 days before I finally could do anything. But we did. We went. We went to. Um, I took my daughter to to Bonnie's wedding. Oh no way! Which was a lot of fun. That's it, so cute. It was, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was adorable. So, um, and she had and Ellis taught her a, a trick at the bar. He's always he's a, he's she's talking about this for two days straight. Make sure you give a big tip right right in the beginning to the bartender, and they'll remember you. Mm -hmm. anyway, this, this is what he teaches my eleven year old. Um, oh, he said. And and she and she's like, it was great. I, I walked back up there, and he called me boss. And it's like, so it was adorable. That's um, amazing. Major, there's this big snake right by her feet. Out this place where they got married, and I was like, "Yeah, let's." I think that might be poisonous. So let's get away from that thing. Um, just yeah. on the ground. Just well, yeah, I have video of it. I'll show you. But um, okay. but it was it was a really nice uh, wedding, and uh, Bonnie looked great, and it was it was a lot of fun. So um, and my my daughter's playing cornhole with uh, Marsha Gay Harden, which was amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. What was the deal? Like there was it was outdoor. Yeah, it was an outdoor venue. It was really sweet. They covered it. In people, oh, nice weather this magazine. weekend. Thank yeah. goodness. I didn't. I saw it. I saw people. Yeah, yeah. it was great. And um, you could see me and Kate and friends, uh, and actress. Yeah, I was like, ah. yeah, you loved it. You loved it. Um, you you had an interesting morning or last night, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna play you the new intro play, song for the show the, that I, I've been working. Play the intro really for the people. On. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Here okay. we go. This is this is the new song that Roxy was able to capture on her phone. You gotta wait for the good part at the end, though. Oh, please, please. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Please explain to what that what what that is. My neighbors bought their one and a half year old a drum set. What time was that? That was last night at eight p.m. That's that's unacceptable. It has, it has been unacceptable. That, that's unacceptable. I mean, that is through from my place. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Twelve p.m. Twelve p.m. One p.m. Okay. Little little kid playing playing a drum set. Do you even think that's okay? I just think okay, if you Christian, you know I don't get kids. 
you're a parent, you live in an apartment complex. Mm -hmm. You know you live in an apartment complex right. with shared walls. It's a choice. Do you buy your kid a drum set? I, it's 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 a bit inconsiderate. It's are, are they musicians? No. So, and what I would say, I would like. So I used to, and I'm not saying this is right, but like I would. What is about to come out of your mouth right now? I went to when I lived at our old apartment complex, and my daughter was my oldest was like one, two, right? We lived at this place, and we would always try to get her down for naps, and and above us was this family, and they would just let this kid jump on the floor and run back and forth and go. And so I understood it because I had a kid. So I went up and I, I knocked on the door nicely and I said, hey, at certain times, I said, I understand, but like there's certain times when like the kid's jumping up and down on the floor and we're, like we're, we're hearing it and he's running back and forth and if there's a way to like be aware of that. And the guy looked at me and basically without saying, it was like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay. So the next time he did it, my daughter had this ball like it was like oh, a basketball. Yeah. And I was just You're going, petty. I, super petty. I was just going like this. <clears throat> firing it into the ceiling. Boom. Boom. So every time I heard a bump, they would get a bump back. Was it right? No. But did I love doing it? Yes. Can I tell you the most annoying part about these people? Sure. First of all, when I moved in, so I moved in two years ago. Oh, that means that the kid is two and a half now. Okay. I moved in two years ago. Kid's two and a half. I walked up to my door for the first time ever entering my new apartment and there is a little gift bag on the door from them and i'm like hmm, oh, okay so cute so i open it up it's a bunch of chocolates and it's a note and it says we have a six month baby we're really sorry in advance that's nice we're we're doing cry it out and mm. i was like okay uh from that point forward it was abundantly clear that like Four in the morning through seven in the morning, I was not going to be sleeping. Yeah, but that's different, though. No, no I'll, let, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. Okay, okay. I say nothing the whole time. You because say nothing. I the nothing. Not, I say nothing. I just let it go because having a baby seems very hard. It is. And you, the, the, I know that to have a house or something with standalone walls might cost more. Might not. You could figure something out, but, you know, okay. So I say nothing. The f about a year into living there, the baby every single day has been screaming, crying, screaming. I've said nothing. We're the world girls are over, and it's nine thirty in the morning, and we are doing the calendar shoot. Mm. I each of us have our own individual rooftops. Like they have an, a rooftop, mm, I, see. I have a rooftop. Yeah. So we went to go take pictures on my rooftop. Mm -hmm. She comes. The mom comes onto her rooftop and starts screaming at me. You're being too loud. You're going to wake the baby. Like screaming yeah. that my footsteps, it's not like a, it's a furnished rooftop. I know. I, I, I understand both sides. Uh, Christian, I was like, I'm doing something. It is 930. In the morning. It is not yeah. 4 a.m. It's 930. Yeah. I am. I'm, we're not screaming. I'm not having a party. Right. We are t literally standing taking photos. Yeah. And she flipped. And then, since then, glares at me every time I see her and then buys a drum set. To, to, to So it's like almost to spite. I don't know if it's to spite, but it's like I make, I'm by myself 24 7. Right. I don't make a peep from no, my I, apartment. I, I get it. I've never had more than three yeah. people in there at one time. Yeah. I, look, the drum set sucks. That's not, that's, that sucks. The baby sleeping thing. I, I, but I, I'm in my own home. I know. You're, you're in the right. I'm just telling you from where they're coming from also, it's your only sanctuary to get the little fuckers to go to sleep. It's 930 in the morning. doesn't matter. Maybe they were up all – they don't sleep like you do. I, I know, might, but might, that's not my problem. It's not. Hence why I'm saying I get where yeah. you're coming from, but I also get where she's coming from where she's like, please – for the love of God, don't wake this kid up. Because this kid might have been up all night and she's just in a mode. If she had come up and been like, this is, I know this is crazy. I'm so sorry. She came up screaming she, at as, me. We as, got it on camera. As if you, do you have it? I, I can't, I don't want to play it. But yeah, we have it on camera. I I, it's it. somewhere. I got to see She it. was 
I, screaming. I understand. I mean, I get it to where you're right. She should have said, hey, listen, my kid has been up all night. Yeah, so how I long know. do you think this might be going, just checking in? Yeah, say, like, look, I understand, like, but but to scream at you as if you're, like, a kid in the house. I was like, Are... right, right. So that's, that's the problem when you're living in an apartment complex. But I would try to have a conversation about the drum set because that's, 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 oof, that's What's brutal. the conversation? Hey, listen, um, the drum set's going on all night. Can we have the drum set go off in the afternoon? Like once we get to nighttime, can we can we shut it down? Because it's like it's I'm, like I almost would rather it at eight than I would in the afternoon when I'm filming. It's loud. That's not and loud. then my that other wasn't, that wasn't loud. <laughs> and, and my other neighbor, I can't believe I didn't play this for you. I will play this right now, which is so disrespectful, but I will. Yeah, is having sex. Oh, so loudly. You better believe I've been recording it. Listen, I would never give any identifying information about this person. But it's hilarious. Okay, this here we what, go. This, what time is this? Uh, this is afternoon. I was on a Zoom. I had to get off the Zoom. Because it was so loud. Yeah, hold on. Let me find Unbelievable. it. Unbelievable. Roxy's bringing in big sound bites right now. Okay. Big sound see. bites. Is this through my door, through her door? Okay, so she's. this is, this is a, a woman neighbor. Yes. Okay. Good lord. Maybe she's lifting furniture. I don't think so. You don't think she's lifting and furniture? hours of that. Through my apartment. She's not lifting furniture? Do you think there's a dog in that? I heard the dog. But I think it's maybe, a dog too, but. Maybe the, do maybe the dog is saying, hey, do you need help with the furniture? We have a whole text thread. A whole text thread of the woman? everybody. The woman? No. Oh. Everybody else in the apartment complex except oh. for those two apartments right because they know what's happening about those two apartments and especially about the sex woman I, when i tell you like sex i'll show woman. it to you this, yeah. <laughs> and listen sex positive go on with your bad of self course. i'm jealous i'm sitting there doing my taxes right and i'm listening to it's it's 2 p.m and it happens often oh my god hey same same no. person or no, new, no. new people we have cameras all over the apartment so i always look there's always new people always new look at her she's living Wow. She's 11. What age range are we talking? She's young. Oh, she, okay. Early 20s. Um, she had a bad breakup. Oh, so she's just doing her thing. Yeah, and I'm stoked for her, except for the fact that she has these people parked like jackasses in our garage. You can't get out. She's screaming. I I can't do my Zoom meetings. <laughs> Unbelievable. This yeah, there's drama in the apartment right now. Hey. And people just write in the chain the embarrassed face. And we all know what they're talking about. What needs to happen is the sex and the drums need to happen at the same time. Same time. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, I'll tell you what. How happy are you to live in a house? <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, baby. Remember me? Oh, oh, yeah. So weird. No, it's not. Everybody said to me, they were like, you sounded pissed. I wasn't pissed. It was just a You weren't expecting night. it. You weren't expecting this love from the big balls, McGillicuddy. Oh, yeah. You know I called Shannon, too? Oh, What'd baby. she say? She liked it because I called Count Alice, little bitch boy. I said, come on, bitch boy. And that's all I did. I'm a little motherfucker. Me, big balls, McGillicuddy. Shit, yeah. It's pretty good. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, really good. Thank you. Speaking How long did it take you to figure those out? No, those are not too long. I actually figured it out at, on the live stream. Oh, okay. Yeah. Brad had set all this up, but we just still there's still things I'm trying to figure out. But Does he are, exist? I don't know anymore. Hmm. Um, but I'll tell you, let's let's dive into some some stories. First story I want to talk about is um the, the freaking what's his face Mario annihilates at the box office annihilates annihilates and we knew that it would do well you and I yep. we, we knew it would um, it's funny because I had a conversation I was at a uh, screening oh you were at the same screening for uh, Renfield yeah you just ran out no, I, I did, no, I did my. Uh, I was doing the end of the theater. Reaction. I know, and then I came out to find you, and you weren't no. standing. I actually looked for you too, to be honest with you. No, you I, didn't. I, I called you that day. Do you, do you know? Did you call me back? Did you call me? Yes. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I don't know if that's true. I, I will show you. I had to talk to you about something, and then I saw oh, you at the you screening, and then you ran out, and I was like, okay, he you does not want to talk to me. That's not true. I, you did call me. That's fact. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I did look for you. I swear. 
because you know how I know? i tell you why. Because normally I don't remember this stuff. You were wearing a red sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. See? And That's how you know. <laughs> because I was looking for a red sweatshirt on the way out. I said, where? And I said, oh, maybe she left. Because I was Dor- like, he's definitely going to call me because, from the road. Because here's why. Dorina came out first, mm-hmm. and I talked to her on the way out, and you stayed behind for some reason. I don't know. I missed a post-credit scene for a movie recently. Oh, and you and, didn't want to miss a post-credit scene. And there wasn't one. Yeah, But what wh- whatever the movie was, oh, John Wick. John Wick. I heard, uh, everybody was like, there's not going to be a post-credit scene. So I got up, and then I heard there was a I sick post-credit some, scene. I and it. I missed it. So John Wick. Now I'm just like, now this is a thing. It's not a Marvel thing. It's not a DC. Right, it's every, yeah, thing. so. John Wick. Yeah, no. John Wick. Uh. So. Anyway, I did my mm-hmm. ad the theater reaction. I did look for you, um, but nonetheless, did the uh, Renfield. But I was, where, did, where did you look for me, Christian? Down at the thing when the people were walking. I said, hey, is she there? Said, look at that. And you weren't there. Because you know, it's a movie theater, so I'm either in the theater. I know, but I wasn't about to go back. In. Okay, well, that's. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, but anyway, I was what talking. Does I looked for you. What? Nope, she's not literally in my one foot vicinity. I waited. I waited for a second to see where you were, and then I said, I actually probably left. Um, but Alonzo Duralde was there. I was talking. I love talking to Alonzo before uh, screenings. He just, I just love Alonzo. He's just such a good guy. He just can never remember who I am. No, I've met him eighty times every time. <laughs> he's he really is a sweetheart. He does seem very sweet. He's a sweetheart, and I, I I love Alonzo. And I was talking to Alonzo for a while. We were talking about Super Mario, and I and I gave him and Christy Lemire, who I've talked to you about, mm-hmm. major props. Because they didn't like they didn't like the movie, but the way that they talked about the movie in general, they both said. I don't know if I'm going to get this. This is an aim towards me. And Alonzo made good points. He's like, this is something where it could have involved me a little bit more and then got me in it, but, but it, it didn't. It made that How? Choice. Well, I think that it is, it certainly asks you to be a fan, of like uh, nostalgia-wise, right? And and the fans of Super Mario, I think, really responded to it. And then there were some people, I think maybe like yourself, that were just like, no, I just enjoyed it for, for what it was. Mm-hmm. But he 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 just didn't. He's seen so many movies that it didn't. He just didn't connect to it. And I thought the way that he explained it and everything too was was fair. And Satan Christie was the same thing. The other uh, critics that we've talked about that ha- were like condescending and saying that if you if you basically if you like stupid movies and you're gonna like this and it's like that's not the way to go. That's just that's just whatever you're going through. You're just putting that out into the world. Um, and we just talked. We just talked a, a bit about that and seeing how much money that movie made. Now there's all this stuff about. Who they want to play Wario, and mm-hmm, yeah, because mm-hmm. you know there's going to be a sequel. As there should be. Yeah, of course, of course. I was uh, with Scott Mance yesterday, and he was saying, "Yeah, nice, Roxy. We had a good time." He's like, "How do you review a movie like that?" And I was like, "I think you kind of don't. You just like say whether you liked it or not." Yeah, exactly right. I, because for that particular episode or episode, that particular movie, people are not looking for a major critique on that film that's that is not what people it, it, it's exactly what you just said did you enjoy watching it mm-hmm. did you like and i had a smile on my face the entire time and i Me said I, I said on twitter i was like yeah is it a flimsy story sure but like, oh that's not an excuse and it's like go away yeah a lot of classics have flimsy stories yeah, like, like, <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know if i'm going to call this movie a classic but no i'm not calling saying. it a classic know, i'm just saying, saying like the, some of the most love stories of all time are super simple yeah and it's like and it just there it was it, it had some generic moments and everything too and it plays off nostalgia and i love the music to it but it's just i just had fun watching it i really did and i think that and switching to like renfield right i saw your reaction to it too and i felt the same way where if you see this trailer and you say to yourself well that looks like that's for me i like over the top i like gore i like silliness i like nicholas holt i like nicholas cage i like aquafina that, del- that delivers on all of that. yeah i i thought the movie was fine I it was- did you think the trailer was fine yeah it's yeah. it just like i it delivered on what exactly they promised it was going to be mm-hmm. and there's like arms getting lipped off uh ripped off and blood flying everywhere like kill bill style and it, they it, they knew their tone. The only issue I had with it, I happen to really like Aquafina. I think she's great. Yeah, I do too. I think she's miscast in that role. Huh? I liked her in this more than I've liked her in some things. Um, but I, you're, I think in the majority, I saw a lot of people say that that this was the exact same thing that she did in Shang Chi. Yeah, she just it it seemed it just seemed like she she's supposed to play like this kind of tough cop love interest thing and. 
And I almost think she could have played the sister role if they juiced up the sister role a little bit more. She just, I just didn't, I didn't buy, I didn't buy their chemistry. I didn't buy um, her as the kind of the tough cop. And she was kind of doing this thing that she's done over. But then I also said to myself, who cares? Mm -hmm. Because that's not what this movie is very similar to what you're talking about Mario. This is not one of those dive deep into performances. It's like, was she having fun? She was having fun. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. She was having fun. And I think that's the most important thing is can you have fun with it? Nicholas Cage over the top. Nicholas Holt is the best thing in the movie. He's so good. Yeah. The show that I've been hyping for a long time, The Great, um, that I, have you heard me talk yeah. about this? Yeah, you've talked about I this show. I love this show, and it is, uh, the I think, maybe the funniest show on TV. Mm. Um, it's on Hulu. It is so good, and he is so good in it, and he pretty much- It's Elle Fanning? Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. exactly. It's the two of them as- Queen, yeah, yeah. Elizabeth, yeah, yeah, and yeah. whatever the king guy is. Uh, <laughs> right. And he kind of is like a toned down version of himself from that in this. So I know exactly why they cast him. And he was great. He's so good. He was good. And he reminds me of like a young Hugh Grant hmm. in, in the certain ways that he was playing. So Did you and I ever talk about that Hugh Grant? Uh, yeah. Loved it. <laughs> Did you hate it? No. I loved that interview. You know who I hate? Who? People. People Magazine? No. Oh. Just people. Why? He's the devil. How dare he go fuck yourself? Da, da, da. I was I, like, oh my that was god! The most real interview I've he, ever seen. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I, I don't think he was like the it. nicest, but I no. it wasn't awful. No. Like he wasn't a dirtbag. Look, the the argument to be made, <coughs> which is fair, is you're at the Oscars and they're going to ask you questions well, like this. You didn't have to walk the you didn't, you didn't have, have to, to walk the, the carpet. Line, carpet and, yeah. And I understand it and I, and and I would tell that those people that so basically people don't know what we're talking about uh Hugh Grant it was interviewed by Ashley Graham at the Oscars asking and the most shallow Hollywood She said how was it to work on Knives Out the Knives Out sequel and he was like I was in it for 30 seconds. Right. And like little things like that. He was he was clearly What are you excited to see? What do you mean? <laughs> right. So there is something to be said if you're walking the carpet. Be, pre ah! be prepared for this because it's because ah! you know it's going to happen. But there's also something to be said about I loved I love the the idea of this kind of like what, what you, who gives a shit about yeah. this? I, I mean, so there's I understand both both sides of it. I just happen to love I loved the interview. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people really ripped I would have done the same thing, Roxy, if, right. if she would have said to me, hey, listen, you want what What do you expect to see here tonight? I said, you expect me to see some ladies, yeah, my bedroom and my, my hotel, because they love the chipmunk. Ooh, yeah, look at me, I'm big balls McGillicuddy. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Renfield. Yeah, okay. It's, you know, Skybound movie. Oh no way! Yeah, Kirkman. Oh, I know that it was his um, original yeah. idea by yeah. him. But Da produced and everything too, and good for them. I mean, I think look, that is cool. They, what I will say also is that the tone was very consistent from start to finish. It knew what it wanted to be. Mm -hmm. It knew what it wanted to be. So that's that was a big one. Yeah, the um, freeze frames almost immediately. Yeah, they knew exactly what it wanted to be. Um, and I think that if you if you like the trailer, you're gonna like the movie. Air's another one. Air's my favorite movie of the year. Yeah, it's the best movie of the year. I love, absolutely loved it. Thought it was great. Um, you think it's gonna be nominated for an Oscar? I don't know. I think this is just it's it's too. It's, I think it came out too early. Really? It, usually, it usually hurts hurts it. I I mean, yeah. You I think it has as good of a chance as Top Gun Maverick did? Mm, no, because it didn't have the kind. Because box office does play a part um, sometimes in in movies like that. They have both, and I think that because of what that did box office wise and how kind of it became this big over phenomenon again. Um, I think, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think so. I think it's going to be nominated for I hope, sure. I hope you're right. I don't think it's going to win, but I do think it's going to be nominated. I hope you're right. And it should be. I hope you're right. I, so I loved good. it. I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I at least hope he gets nominated for best director. And there's a lot of great performances too. I thought Chris Tucker was great. I thought, um, uh, Viola Davis was just. Chris Medina. Chris Medina was really good. Really good. Yeah, he was really good. Really I mean, everybody solid. was really good. Jason Bateman, like everybody. I mean, the story was was pretty fascinating. But um, and then and then Super Mario. So those are the ones, and I was supposed to see Evil Dead, but I guess I'll see that next week. And then I'm not going to CinemaCon. I was going to go, but I'm not going now. Are you into the Evil Dead franchise? 
Not really. I mean, some of some of them. Evil Dead Two. I was my buddy James was like such a big fan of, of it back in the day. So I I did in Ar- Army of Darkness. I I enjoy, but I'm not like one like a Deadhead, you know, or Deadite, whatever it's called. Deadhead, oh, deadhead. is different. Yeah. Deadite, whatever they call them. Um, Do you know that uh, Dead and Co., which is what's left of Grateful Dead, it, the singer is John Mayer? No, <laughs> not a big fan of his. As a person, as yeah. an artist, artist, I think he's very talented. Yeah, it's not, it, he, he gives and, the biggest douchebag vibes of any performer maybe ever. Yeah, but it's but I, I I have mutual friends of his though through stand up of people that I like that mm. hang out with him. So I don't know, maybe who knows? I just didn't like a lot of his interviews. But that's what do you think about the Taylor Swift breakup recently? Oh, did they date? No, I'm oh. talking about somebody else. They used to date, oh, so I that's what made me think about it. Wow, her and her boyfriend of six years just broke up. Oh. It's very dramatic. It wasn't, it's actually she, not dramatic She was with Loki for a little bit, too, wasn't she? Uh, maybe. Yeah, they were. Sounds right. Um, see, that I know. Tom Hiddleston? What's his name? No. That's, wait, is that right? I don't know. What's I don't this? remember anything. <laughs> this is what I told you You're earlier old. today. I think you're right. God. No, It doesn't sound right. No, you're right. It is absolutely okay. right. I don't know. It didn't sound... No, you're absolutely right. Did you it. see the... Re- Ridiculous TikTok that I put out. It was amazing. Topanga, amazing. <laughs> it was so stupid. Did you watch Boy Meets World? No. Um, wow, but, you missed out. No, I know. But we were so we were in the uh, we were in the kitchen, and my wife started singing the uh, the, the when this boy meets world. No, the oh. from from Lion King. And for some reason, I just started going ha Topanga. She was in Boy Meets World. Oh, it just yeah. came to you. The one with Ben Savage, not Fred. The one with Ben. And I started doing that, and I'm like, I'm just going to make a TikTok out of this. And some idiot writes and goes, super weird TikTok, man. I'm like, I write it back, thanks. Yeah, it's it, like, it was a weird TikTok. It was, absolutely it was. Have you seen Ben Savage? Is, like, is he all up in your emails? Ben Savage? Yeah. Does he email me a lot? Yeah, I think he's like around. Ran for or running for? Oh, does he send some out? local no, some something in maybe every like day? My TikTok. I was like Ben Savage, and I looked at it and was like, "Oh my god!" Whatever he was, I don't. Maybe he lost. He's like local politics oh. now. Hey, listen. You think he used Manscaped? Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna find out. Listen, I don't know. I, I don't know if we're gonna find out, but <laughs> but I'll tell you this. Is, yeah. I'm gonna tell you about. You well, want my vote? Yeah, you want your vote? Let's tell you about Manscaped. I'm gonna tell you both about Manscaped right now and Athletic Greens. Here we go. Guys, you know this already. It's tax season here in the United States. And you know what that means? It means that Manscaped is here to make sure that your paperwork is done and your boys downstairs are having fun. Make sure that you spend your tax return money on the important thing like family, friends, and ball deodorant. That's right. Join the 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Include me in there. By going over to manscaped.com and get 20% off, use that code, though, big thing. What better way to invest your tax return than do it for yourself? Manscaped has the full package from head to toe to make sure that you get your money's worth this April. There's that lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. It's the star of the show. I love it. I use it all of the time. Offering a precise shave on all your wildest hedges. It's equipped with that LED light. You can navigate in and out of those difficult areas with ease. And it's waterproof, which is amazing. After cleaning your, uh, your, your ball bag, Make sure that you use the weed whacker for the uh, this thing I use all the damn time. The ear and the nose, it's it's incredible. And for everybody out there with a little scruff, Manscaped has that beard product. We talked about that for a while. It's the whole package. The Beard Hedger Pro Kit, all of this stuff. It's really amazing. We love Manscaped. We've been talking about Manscaped forever. They're such a great sponsor. We love them, and you will love them too. If you haven't already done it, you should do it. 20% off and free shipping. Got to use that code BIGTHING. Go to manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping. Use that code BIGTHING at manscaped.com. Don't just get your money back this year. Get your swagger back too and do it with Manscaped. Athletic Greens, baby. AG1. You guys know I talk about them all of the time. For me, it's it's... The same stuff I've been telling you. I wanted better gut health. I wanted increased energy. I wanted immune system support. I wanted all of it. I don't not a big vitamins guy. I didn't like taking all those pills and stuff. I just wanted one. Take it. I put it in a water bottle. I shake it up in the morning, and I'm good to go. It's it's not very easy for me to keep up with that supplement routine that comes with a bunch of different products. It's like you got to do this. You got to do that. Just you just take everything in one shot. Helps me better with energy. It helps me better in general. I think it helped me to recover. To be honest with you. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder and water once a day? It's that 
easy. I love it. It's just part of my daily habit now. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens AG1 is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. You got to go to athleticgreens.com slash big thing. That is athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Check it out. You guys know that I love it. You guys, I've seen so many people telling me that they've signed up and they're loving AG1. Continue to do so. Tell me after you sign up, let me know. Use that code, athleticgreens.com slash big thing. All right, once again, thank you again to our friends over at both Manscaped and Athletic Greens. You help out the show, guys, tremendously. When you help out yourself and you get one of these sponsors today, the link is always in the description, and I pin it to the top of the comment section. So please make sure you head on over there. Try either Athletic Greens or Manscaped or both. Put the uh, put those codes in there. It helps you out. Um, okay, did you watch uh, Mandalorian? I did. Do you like it? I did. Do you like the season? I do. Yeah. I So I really like the season. Um, there are my biggest issues with the season is when they didn't focus enough on the story at hand. That is not the issue with episode seven. They mm-hmm. really focused in on what this whole s- series was about. Yeah, yeah, definitely like when we were in the third episode or whatever it was where we focused on those two People that I don't know who they were. Right. The yeah. Right. And in Coruscant, and they they, yeah. they kind of played off of that a little bit in this episode too. They said, I mean, that was the whole reason when that episode happened. If they would have cut back and forth, mm-hmm. they would. Mm-hmm. I think would have been a little intercutting would have helped that episode a little more. But this was cool and really action packed, and I'm I'm invested in the way of the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. like the the two different sides and um i'm obsessed with bo-katan like to me she's making the show i liked the uh ig12 11 11, yeah they turned him into 12 turned into 12 yeah all right i liked (laughs) i liked that i liked the the like funny yes 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 bit you know there's little moments that were good um and then the moff gideon stuff which like very cool yeah i i thought so i thought that it it it, it's going to set it up really nice and then oh what i will talk about is we because you brought this up last week on this show, you said to me, is there anything that they can do at Star Wars Celebration that would get you excited? Yeah. I said no. Well, I was wrong. Oh, okay. Wrong and right. Oh. Yeah. So what I had said was um, that I don't have leader, the, the confidence in the leadership over there, right? Then they make this announcement on Thursday, and they go, well, we're not going to announce a whole bunch of projects, but we're going to announce the timeline." And the places that projects can come out of, from the dawn of the Jedi to the um, old Republic to the new Republic, to all that. And I was like, great idea. And then they do announce three directors. They, uh, Obed Chinoy, who did um, who did the Ms. Marvel series. We knew that she was coming out. And we knew Stephen Knight, who did uh, Peaky Blinders, is writing it. And then they announced, the rumors were that Daisy Ridley was going to be in it. And they announced her. And I was like, okay. I, I don't mind the announcement because I like the team and I think that they can do some stuff and, and almost reconcile a lot of the, you know, the stuff that was poorly written. In, can they? She feels like the mo- the least poorly written of the characters. Ray? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't like know. Like of Poe, Finn, and Ray. I don't know if that's true. I think Ray, out of all of them, I mean. And of Kelly Marie Tran and the yeah, Rose. I think she was, I mean, all those characters were poorly written. It just—I feel like Ray had a s- complete story arc, right? But I think what, it's 15 years later. She's trying to rebuild the order, and it just depends on the story. It, it could be a disaster, but I'm just saying the that one we knew was coming. It was the one that Linda Love kind of set up. So okay, that's they they announced it, but they confirm it, and it's gonna be the first one. Then they announced the the, the Dave Filoni thing mm-hmm. that, he, and it was something I've been hoping for. With the series finale is gonna be a feature film that is a culmination of all the shows that they're gonna do. Great, give Filoni a live action movie one. So that that was a great announcement. Then the one that really I loved was Mangold, James Mangold, who I, I love as a director. Can't wait for Indy. And then the, the start of the the Jedi and the Sith and the Force, and as far as how they, it's discovered inside the, the religion and biblical term. So I'm like, okay. Good announcements. And then she starts giving interviews on IGN and just like, oh. Oh, what happened? Who's she? Kathleen Kennedy? Kathleen Kennedy. And like, it's just these typical executive, uh, you know, 
answers that don't have that authentic. It's just not authentic. It's it. I don't believe it. It's like you like, might as well have a the... So one of the things that she said was that was the worst answer you could possibly get. People were like talking about this Taika Waititi um, movie, and everyone's like, "Well, it's probably not going to happen because a lot of different reasons." And and then the reason why she gave was, "Well, he doesn't want to let anybody in the room. Basically, he wants to just do it all on his own." And we understand that. And you're like, no, that's the last thing you should say about Taika Waititi. Like, he, for his own movies and Taika Waititi movie, sure, but a Star Wars movie, we saw what happened with the last Thor movie. And it's like, why wouldn't you say, still, we're still working on it. Um, he's got some other projects right now, but when it's ready, we hope to have some information. Because she, then she said something on IGN. She's like, well, things are in development all the time, and these things aren't shelved. They're just in development. Well, you made an announcement that Taika Waititi's movie was coming out in 2023. You made that last year. And you also made an announcement that Patty Jenkins' movie was going to come out, and then that got shelved. So they did get pushed back. They weren't in development. They were announced projects that were taken off the sh taken off the slate. Mm -hmm. So it's like it was this – there was a lot of – and then she said the thing about Kevin Feige where she's like, well, Kevin Feige never really had a movie. That was something that the, fan, that the fans and, and the press kind of said, but he never – Kevin Feige's writer talked about the project and talked about writing it and talked about how they were working on it, the Loki guy. Who did? The, Kevin, the writer of the project was the same writer on Loki. Mm. Talked about how he was writing it and talking about it. And, they had something, and then like, like that interview never happened and that, that writer was never part of it. It's like, well, Kevin never really had a movie. It was just something. It's like, what? What are you talking about? Just say, again, things sometimes don't happen. We thought that they would. And we had to move on and we're shifting here. I would have much preferred that answer. It's like, Look, we looked at everything that had happened in the past. It wasn't working out in this particular way. So we said, let's shift. Let's move this way. So we set up this time period. We have these movies. These are the ones we're focusing on right now. And we're confident. And we would love if all those other movies took place. We don't know right now if they will. But at the moment, these this is a focus. And you'd be like, okay, hell, is it? That's, that's looking at the stuff that didn't work in the past. But the, it's just like this dance around it. And it's like that's the kind of stuff when I answered you – that's the stuff I don't have confidence in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I definitely see that. It's, it's a lot, too. You know, it's not like an, one movie to kind of wrap your head around. They're talking about so many different yeah. projects. And then if you grasp on to one of them and then that's the project that gets canceled, it's like, what what the hell? Because if that mangled thing happens. You'll be stoked. If, yeah, I'll be stoked. But if, if, he, if he drops off the project, because he's got Swamp Thing coming mm -hmm. out, he's got his other things, and... I was doing a live stream yesterday, and somebody asked a great question, right? I don't think this will happen, but it's certainly in the realm of possibility. Let's say Indiana Jones 5 is not good. Will the audience turn on him and then say we don't want him to? Like if it's if it's as divisive Disney as— Disney obviously has very strong reason to believe that it is good. I, I yeah. agree. I'm just saying, though, but they say, like, let's say it's as divisive as, say, The Last Jedi, mm -hmm. and that they have Indy doing things that they, they feel is so off character and the audience is just, and I'm not talking about the people who are just gonna be pissed off because Phoebe Waller-Bridge has a vagina. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, that's, I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people who actually watch it, go into it going, okay, I'm, I'm going in open-minded and going, what did they do to Indiana Jones? Because mm -hmm. that's possible. I don't think that's gonna happen. The, the trailer that I saw Looked about it. it's Indiana Jones as you get. Did you see the trailer? Yeah, of course. Did you love it? Yeah, it's great. It's great. Great. So, and I, I think she looks great. And that, and for I people, rode that ride at Disney this week after watching the trailer, and it's just the greatest what, ride. Oh, the Indy, yeah, yeah. Indy ride at, at, at Disney. Disney. I didn't even know they had one. Are making a joke? No, they have an Indiana Jones. Oh, the the, the show. No, Wait, that's Universal. No, the boulder comes at you and the car goes down. No, I don't think I've ever done that before. Oh. Are you making a joke? No. I swear. It's I been there know. forever. The Indiana Jones ride is like huh. the sickest ride. Oh, no. I don't think I've and you're in the big truck. <laughs> no. Oh. Never done dun, it. Dun. That's at Disneyland? Look, see? No idea. And you go, and the boulder's coming at you, and then, oh, and, and then the cockroaches, and there's air breathing it's in your like, no. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I can keep telling you all about you the ride. Should. It's It's fucking awesome. But yeah. I was on it just thinking, like, oh, God, I hope this movie is great. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I think and so. And because too. of Mangold, I love, like, and this is the is thing. it your most anticipated of the year? Yes, and Mangold from is is the reason why. Like I love Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg is one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time. I would I, say he is. I'm glad he's not doing the movie. Um, yeah, I hear you. Because I think his passion right now is in movies like West Side Story, Fablemans, 
um, you know, the, the post, and he's still he's still crushing it. Mm-hmm. It's where his passion is. He wants to tell stories like that. When it comes to the big blockbuster stuff, I don't think that's his game anymore. Do you think he wanted to? I think they would have let him if he I wanted to. I think if he yeah. wanted to, he would have done it. And, I agree. And he let Ma- and he let Mango do it, and I'm so glad. Do you think he went to set? Yeah, I think he was on set. I hope so. Absolutely, I think he was on set. And Man- Mangold um, was is just in his prime right now. Like Ford versus Ferrari is the one that I think people should talk about, even more so than Logan, even more so, so than you know, a lot of these different movies he did. And all, you look at his resume. It's fantastic. I, I've seen those two movies. I don't know. Night and Day, he did. I don't love that movie, but Kate and Leopold. Um, okay, Copland. Um, oh, shoot. I'm trying to think. There's Kate the, and Leopold. That's a rom com? Yes. And Meg Ryan and uh, and Hugh Jackman. But let me, let's see. James. Meg Ryan? I believe so. I'm pretty sure. What year is it? Um, 2000. I don't know. Uh, 2006, maybe? Maybe, maybe earlier? See, I'm gonna tell you. Oh, I haven't seen anything of Meg Ryan's. And let me see. Let me see if this is. Let me see if that's true. I might just be making this up. But um. I oh yeah, walk the line. Oh yeah, I loved that one. movie. I hope you made the whole thing up. I hope so too. But let's see. Let's. This is what we've got. He's got director, upcoming directing Indiana Jones, Star Wars: The Dawn of the Jedi. They already. They already have that in there. Um, Ford versus Ferrari, fantastic movie. Logan. The Wolverine. A oh, 310 to Yuma. Uh, yeah, 310 to Yuma. Fantastic. Night and Day, I don't love. Um, but 310 to Yuma, Can I love. Can you click on Kate? And, oh, he did Girl Interrupted. I love yes, that Yes, Girl movie. Interrupted, Copland. Yeah, Kate and Leopold. And that is, yeah, it's Meg Ryan. No way. Meg Ryan. And let's see what year. Oh, I got to see this movie. You probably love that movie. Um, let's see, what year? Kate, oh, and it's Leah Schreiber. Yeah, Leopold uh, release date. 2001. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, I, years ago. wow, I have not, I've, I've heard of it loosely, but I never have looked into it. I got to watch Kate Leopold. It's cute. Um, but he's just done so many different things. And I think that when I heard he was doing it, I was more excited that he was doing it than I was Spielberg. Mm-hmm. And, and um, he's just getting better and better and better. And I can't wait to see it. But, um, it, but it goes back to the, the whole point that he, they got to keep him on this movie. And I think that they've also, Different. The the difference is a lot of times if someone's done a movie and you hire on because you, you there's a big movie coming out like we got to get that director and then they haven't seen the movie and then the movie comes out and it doesn't do very well. Mm-hmm. Fuck. This is a Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. seen it already. Totally. They've seen Indiana Jones, so they clearly have confidence in it. The other thing that I definitely push back on are the same people who uh, for the Phoebe Waller Bridge thing. Every Indiana Jones movie has had a woman that he's played off of. That have been strong characters. Did you check out Fleabag or Crashing? No, what was the name of her other one that I liked? No. Something I I watched the first episode of Fleabag. Like, it's the same story that, that I can tell you a million times over. My wife and I watched it. Wife mm. failed. Never watched mm-hmm. it again. Um, but I really like her. She reminds me of my friend Martini. Um, oh, you've talked about her before. Yeah. It, she's so good. It's She's so, so good. I can't imagine her not being great in this. Me, me too. She looks great. And, look, and there's a moment where she locks him in like the jail cell and kind of like takes off. It's such an Indiana Jones moment where they're working with somebody and they kind of double cross you for a second, whether it's you know good or bad. And and I think that the 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 aging looks great. I think the music that the at first I was a little thrown off. But, so Sympathy of the Devil is one of my favorite Rolling Stones mm-hmm. songs ever. And it starts off, and I was like, well, that's clearly the Stones version, and and they're using it because of the time period. And then it starts to kind of blend into. The classic John Williams score, mm-hmm. and it just worked. I thought I I thought the trailer was fantastic. I can't wait. When is the movie? Summer. June. Oh, yeah, it's in June. Summer summer season. You know my most anticipated of the year, if you'd guess. Summer movie. Of the year, but yeah, it's a summer movie. Wow, do you care about me at all? I'd say the Flash. No, no, that's, isn't that November? Or no, it's shit? June. June. Wow, <laughs> Flash is June. It's that's June. Um, Barbie, man. Is it? I'm fucking stoked. <laughs> Barbie looks cute. It looks uh, so good. I the speed racer element of it makes me uh, makes me nervous. Both trailers I loved. Yeah. Simu Liu said it was the best script he ever read okay. in his life. Okay. The it just Greta makes everything. I like great. Greta a lot. I'm stoked for this. I'm excited for it. I mean, I is it who's it meant for? I think me. 
so <coughs> I think like my daughter, kids who grew up with yeah, Barbie, but not like little kids. I don't think so because my my five year old is a massive Barbie fan, and I don't feel like she's gonna be able to watch. Jessica. No, I think that it's like looks like there's a lot of sexual jokes. In yeah, it. I feel like it. What is it? PG thirteen? I don't know. I would say that this is probably for teens, twenties, thirties, forties, people 50s. who grew up yeah. on it. That might it'll be for my five year old in ten years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's what I think. Um. All right, and there's also there's a lot of stuff going on, on TV. Yeah. A lot. You got a list for me? Yeah, I do. Right, I've, got? I've got my list for you. What do you got? Um, okay. So, a lot of great things going on in television. Um, and we're going to start with, okay, y- you guys are going to get mad at me that I'm putting this on my list, but there's a reason that this is on my list. What do you got? Do you know what Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies is? Oh, it's the it's like the prequel for Grease, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. Okay, it has like a 50 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And if, for those of you guys who don't look at Rotten Tomatoes for television, Rotten Tomatoes is pretty kind to television usually. Yeah. So you don't see many shows with a 50 okay. on there. I get why it has a score that bad. I watched the first episode, and I think that you need to go into this show thinking that it's Glee, okay, not Grease. Got it. So they have one Grease song in there, and then the rest is original music. Okay. And it is Corny, cheesy, over the top, yeah, like I'm high out. school CW type. Oof, I'm out. Show. I'm out. So if you if that sounds like trash to you, yeah. which it probably does to a lot of people, especially if you're a Grease fan like I am, yeah, then this is not going to be for you. This is not in the same tone of Grease. Like it feels like it's junk food. Yeah, totally. Um, so I think this show is gonna. I think it's gonna find its audience, but until then, I think it's gonna just get reamed by people. Seems like it. Okay. Well, we're, uh, not, we're not off to a good start here. Right? Well, okay. Let's let's jump over to a great start. Dave came back for okay. another season. Dave is one of my favorite shows on TV. It is the most cringe comedy. I, if you're not watching this, Christian, I can't believe it. Yeah. I, I again, same story. Okay. Yeah. I can't picture Sadie liking this, but yeah. I can picture you dying laughing over this. This is about Lil Dicky, the rapper. It is. The first episode, the first two episodes that we come back, he's like wearing this thing that prevents STDs mm. that, that is like a diaper. So like it prevents STDs around your Junk. dick. And like, oh. it's like, it, it's so funny. They have so many visual gags that are incredible. He's amazing. It's hysterical. Okay. Like if you're looking for a show that's actually going to make you laugh, it's this, this show. Is, okay. Yep. Have you heard of Beef? Shoes? <laughs> Yeah, shoes and beef. Yeah. Okay. If, I have heard of beef. Yeah. If you are a television fan, Netflix? this is this is the it yeah. show right now. Yeah. It is called Beef. It's on Netflix. It's Stephen Yoon and Ali yes, Wong. Yes, yes, yes. I've heard. It of is it. the premise of the show. Actually, Christian, you're gonna love. Okay. Is these two people, uh, Stephen and Ali's characters, in the first episode, they're in a parking lot, and one of them beeps at the other one, like beep beep, you're like, whatever. That ends up being a entire feud they follow one of them follows the other one okay, so trying to figure it out and it is this major beef that ends up destroying both of their lives oh wow so it's drama comedy drama dramedy, dramedy okay. for sure like part you you relate to it because you're like i've been in the it's right. extreme road rage okay but it's also like okay at what point is this too far and it is so good it's on Netflix. It's what TV people are talking about okay. right now, and for good reason. When I heard the premise, I was like, "How are they going to do ten episodes on that?" And you knew you knew it immediately once you started. Watching I was it. like, "Oh uh, my god, okay. I could definitely stick with this." Right. And then the last one on my list is going to be on my list every single week, but especially this past week, I'm talking about Succession. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking about this episode. Out of control. Right? Holy. Is it just nuts? Yeah, I got to watch this show. The, what the show said was, we know this is the final season, so we're willing to do whatever it takes. Right. And it was like, uh, I mean, this was like Game of Thrones first, um, uh, the fi- finale of the first season episode. Balls out. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or should I say, nuts out. <laughs> totally. Right. Yeah. He just jumps in sometimes. You. This is like ridiculous that you don't watch i know but i'm you know that was one of the ones that i was gonna it was on my list to binge during the sickness period for me and yet and yet i did because because i know you have to pay way it. too much it was, it was the investment and the fog was real mm-hmm. so i didn't want to like i watched dexter i watched um dexter was intense too i liked it it was fine um i watched all of of shrinking my favorite show on, on, on it's the best TV. it's so did I, you watch I, it because i've been hyping it 
No. Okay. Um, but it it certainly helped the same way that like um, uh, Severance did. You mm -hmm. know, shrinking's amazing. It's amazing. It's like I'm so bummed. I try to get. Because Sadie bailed on that one, but I stuck she with it. She bailed on shrinking. Yeah. She bailed on shrinking. Why does she bail on everything? She bails on everything. We and need to give her, like, she has to have a three-episode minimum. It's She watched all of 1923. She loved 1923. But she bailed on she bailed on that one. And I tried. And so she bailed on the first episode. And then I watched it. And I said, you got to watch it. So shrinking. Yeah. And so I got her to watch episode two. And she's like, I'm just not into it. What? And I, Why? I know. And I told her, I said, you got to stick with it until, like, the stories really start to develop. Because it's so. It gets funnier every episode. It is funny, but it also is so beautiful it and is. poignant. It yeah, is. it's it really is. good. It gets so funny though at towards the end. Like there's, I'm gonna give one spoiler here, so you you can fast forward to the next thing. Um, there's just a moment where it's my favorite moment of the whole thing. And the, the, the who's what's the kid's name? The daughter? No, the kid that he takes in. Oh, I don't the remember. The black kid that he yeah, takes yeah. in. Um, and he and he, he who's great on the show, and. He's the kid. He's he's like a chef, you know. And so he's like, I made pancakes. And he want pancakes, and out of nowhere, Harrison Ford says, "Fuck yeah, I want some pancakes." I rewound that moment eight different times, laughed all eight times. Yeah, Harrison Ford. He's so good. He's brilliant in this show. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. It's been really cool to have him on my screen all year. He's been great. Mm -hmm. He's he's so locked into what he's doing right now. It's like a it's like a resurgence of Harrison Ford. I mean, he never really went anywhere, but he's just he's just so no, he's just doing some of the best work of his life. Ever. Yeah, ever it's his best. How old is he? He's got to be 70. seventy-eight years old, if I was to guess. Let's see. Hey Siri, how old is Harrison Ford? Oh, he's eighty. He's 80? eighty. He's eighty years old. So, hey, man, I really hope that I'm doing that at eighty. Yeah, seriously. He's so good. He's so good. Um, it's like that layer of I don't actually give a shit anymore, so yeah. I'm just living. Yeah. And yeah. He's played, and again, I think this is best comedic role. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. It, it, this, it's this role. Um, there's a couple other things TV-wise, and that's House of Dragon season two actually has begun production, which is fantastic. Still not going to see it for fucking ever. I know. HBO has announced that production has begun on the second season of the Game of Thrones prequel series House of the Dragon at the studios in the UK, based on George R. R. Martin's Fire and Blood, the series chronicles the rise and the downfall of the Targaryens, the only family of dragonlords to survive the doom of Valyria. Whilst the show's first season involved various time jumps spanning quite a few years, the new season is expected to stick to the same period as Dance of the Dragons gets underway. Yay! There's a set photo has been released, which features the Iron Throne being prepped for filming. In a statement from the series showrunner and executive producer Ryan Condal, he says, House of the Dragon has returned. We are thrilled to be shooting again with members of the original family as well as new talents on both sides of the camera. All your favorite characters will soon be conspiring at the council tables, marching with their armies and riding their dragons into battle. We can't wait to share what we have in store. The first season cast include Patty Considine, Matt Smith, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, sorry. So we have, I think they also said. Patty Constantine. Constantine, yeah. He's um, he, he was the king. I know, but in this next season? They said the previous season. that They were just listening oh, okay, to okay, the, okay. the previous season. Um, and then, what's the other thing? Oh, then Last of Us is changing up their team season two. That's concerning. That's concerning. Though there were some changes, most notably a cutting back of the action and scale, the first season of HBO's Last of Us was mostly a faithful screen adaptation of the original PlayStation game. With the series renewed for a second season, showrunner Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann intend to adapt a good portion of part two and with that comes a much more complicated structure to the narrative with shifting points of view flashbacks and some twists oh there's spoilers ahead for the game i don't want i don't want don't to do it I'm to me do it. but who's the team now i don't know let me see don't don't look at the article roxy and let me see because i know now the creative team has spoken with esquire about the uh no in the game uh no <laughs> um uh. no it's it's gonna it, it's gonna I, I can't read that article without giving away a lot of stuff. People would be but the creative furious. team. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's just it's all it's all infused with the spoilers. Okay. I don't want to I don't want to give that away. Sup with the stickers on your laptop? I've had those. Although the little ones, that's mm -hmm. my my kid put that on there. Okay. Yeah. Um, and see, if there's anything else? No. I guess the Scream team plans a new horror film. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Let's talk about the stuff that's coming out because, okay. and then we can end and then we can end the show. Um, because there's some as we talked about this. May through like August is going to be stacked. 
All right. What do you got for me, Christian Harnaloff? What do you think's coming in hot in the beginning of May? Do you know? Mm, Fast and the Furious? Guardians. Okay. Guardians 3 is, so once we- I haven't looked at upcoming movies at all. Well, here we go. So listen to this stack of movies, and then we can- uh, I'm actually excited for Guardians. Guardians 3 is going to be a pretty big movie. I know that Um, you have your qualms with Guardians. No, I I actually- You liked it better when you rewatched it. When I rewatched Guardians 2 recently, I mean, I think that when you compare it to a lot of the goofiness that's been going on recently, oh, that's what we can talk about before we get into this, is what did you think of the Marvel's trailer? Didn't see it. You didn't see the Marvel's trailer? Mm -mm. Okay. Um, I know that everybody was um, upset about it on Twitter and whatever it was. And then I watched Koi get into a fight with somebody who said that um, nobody would ever want to fuck him now that he liked the Marvel's trailer. I saw that as well, too. (laughs) That was Um, funny. But but then I was like, I actually don't even need to see that. I was going back and forth with those guys about it. And, like, my, I think that the movie can can work, but it's all dependent on the chemistry between the three of them. And the You think it might not work? It, it, It looks like they're... Just doing the same formulaic okay. stuff. Well, it's like it's same, it's same old, same old from but Marvel. But you didn't love the uh, Miss. You didn't love Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Um, yeah, I thought it was. It, was it okay. is a little confusing with all the Marvels. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Um, Captain Marvel. I think Ms. that Marvel. Brie Larson is the most is the least intriguing out of the three of them. In in. I know you've always thought that though. I love her as an actress mm-hmm. outside of movies like this. Yeah, I know, I know. Room and other things too. I, I just think, I love her as Captain Marvel. Yeah, I think she, I, I think she's better as Captain Marvel in Infinity War and and in Endgame than she was. She like and and it could have been the directing too because the director is obviously not returning for this. I think they did a great job. They didn't do a great job in the first one. She, they they do a lot of this stuff where she's doing this. She's going, and it's like for the whole freaking movie. She's doing like faces and everything, and it's like there was not a lot to it. Plus, I don't think she does herself a lot of favors when she's in interviews. Um, really? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think sometimes she, I think she fights the right fight, but I think she fights it poorly. Um, Interesting. Yeah, um, but either either way, I think that she's going to be the the least intriguing out of the three of them. But if their chemistry works, it could be a lot. When's of the fun. movie? November, which I think is very smart. Okay. It was supposed to be the end of July, but they moved it to November. Very smart. So okay, so the Guardians is coming in May, and yeah, then, so then we got what other uh, big, Marvel movies are dropping this they, year? They put it was supposed to be Marvels in July, but because of everything was kind of on top of each other, and there was too much, they made the right choice and they started pushing stuff back. Like Secret Invasion is coming out, but then they moved. Like Echo was supposed to come out, and there was something else supposed to come out, okay. and, and they moved it. And there's only a couple different things coming out. And um, so then May 12th is going to be like a, they're going to let Guardians kind of breathe for week two. And then you get May 19th, you have Fast 10, which will crush. All right. So I wasn't far off. No. And then the following week is A Little Mermaid, which is going to be. Are you calling it Fast 10 or Fast X? I don't care. Okay. Um, the Little Mermaid is going to be such a divisive I know, I know. nightmare on social media. It's just going to be like because whether it. It's good or bad. I hope the movie's amazing. I hope it is too. But even if it legitimately is, you're gonna have yeah, of course people calling you names and saying why. Of course, you like that. I happen to think the last. I think she looks great. I think she and she sang. Oh my god, her voice was just incredible. At D23, she sang a song, and it was just like, you know, those people who just are like mesmerizing. Mm. She's a talent. There's no doubt about it. I Bo- thought the both last, her and her sister. Yeah, I thought the last trailer was not good. Mm. I think it looked it looked so poor with the CGI. I loved it. Did you think you didn't think the CGI looked too? No, but you know what? I almost have never thought CGI and something looked too. Okay, I'm not that. Yeah, it it was it, it was jarring for me, mm. and I thought the crab looked terrible. Mm. Um, but look, maybe maybe it crushed. I have no issue with her. I think she. I I, I think it's silly to say, well, Ariel, Ariel was Ariel. White. Here's a fucking mermaid. Yeah, she's a mermaid. She'll be bro. whatever the fuck she wants to be. To for all the characters that are aliens and it, mermaids. It, and... Who cares about that? The question is, is it a good movie? Yeah. And the last trailer didn't do it for me, but maybe it's a good movie. Are you gonna take both of your girls? I think so. Yeah. And I and, and I hope and I hope that they I hope that they love it. But we'll see. Then June second is Spider Man across the Spider Verse. That's gonna be pretty big. Um love that movie. Excited for the second one. Trailer giveaway. Way too much. I loved that trailer. Great trailer. Way too much, though. Mm. You, they give you the whole movie. Um, June 9th, strangely enough, I am actually looking forward to both Strays and Transformers Rise of the Beast, which I only because Stephen Cable Jr. is doing it and Michael Bay is not. What is Strays? It's that um, raunchy uh, comedy about the dogs. 
Have you not seen this trailer? No. Yet? Oh, it's it's. Who's in it? Oh my God! There's. It's uh, animated. It, it is not animated. It is. Um, hold on, cast and crew. Yeah, it's nothing Will, Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx, Will Forte. Um, Isla Fisher. Yeah, Isla Fisher, Randall Park, Josh Gad, Rob Riggle. I mean, Sofia Vergara. It's it's got it's got a lot of people in it. Huh. Yeah, it's it's funny. You should watch the trailer. It's a red band trailer. It's it's pretty hilarious. June sixteenth is the Flash. That's gonna crush, just absolutely crush. Oh boy, talk about also drama surrounding a movie. Yeah, but it's not it's not gonna have a big. The drama itself is not gonna have a. a I don't big think so either. But I'm casual I'm, audience. I'm so curious what junkets are gonna look like for that. That's a very good. One. <laughs> um, okay, and then we get what else? Um, Indiana Jones, June thirtieth, which will do really well. July 7th is Insidious 5. July 14th, Mission Impossible. And then the biggest movie of the year. Oppenheimer, July 21st. I'm excited for that, yeah, too. too. But Barbie. Yeah. Barbie also comes out. Then Haunted Mansion, which took the spot of the Marvels. The Meg 2, uh, Blue Beetle. And that's, I mean, that's a solid That's a solid summer. Mm-hmm. Solid summer. A lot of big franchise movies. It's so crazy this year to think about, like, everything's IP, yeah. everything's franchise, yeah. everything's a sequel. And everything's been pushed into this year because a lot of, of stuff was 2022. Um, and it all got moved yeah. to here because, like, John Wick was moved, Creed was moved. Like, there's tons of stuff. But, all right, we did it. Thank we you, did it. Thank you yeah. guys for joining us here today. Um, Roxy will be listening to Drums and Sex tonight. I will be. Uh, Sounds sleeping. a lot more fun than it is. <laughs> That's true. Um, and for us, guys, we're going to be in Stanford, Connecticut on Saturday, June 24th. Make sure you come see us. June 23rd, we're going to be in Manhattan. But the most important one right now, Burbank, California, the whole crew is going to be there on April 28th. Get your tickets today. TheChristianHarloff.com. Get your tickets. Don't go to the Flappers website. It says it's sold out. That is not true. Go and head on over to TheChristianHarloff.com and head on over there and get tickets today. For myself and Roxy Stryer, it is the big thing. We appreciate you, and we'll see you on the flip side. Peace.